Hello and welcome back to the show. My name is Jeremy. Welcome to the Jeremy Knows Podcast. And we have a slightly uh, new topic today. Uh, there's a lot of vFriends updates and things that I want to share with you. But my attention has been on the Nate Alex Chain Faces Arena project. And so in the spirit of document, don't create, I'm doing an AMA in the VDAO Discord and I'm going to break down my understanding so take it with a grain of salt but my understanding of the chain faces arena what it is why i am going to risk my nfts being burnt that i just paid good ETH for and 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 what's going on so so let's get into it so on twitch i'm showing you the arena web page and you can see the the arena is open head to your wallet page to volunteer warriors to compete in the arena. And they have presented a bounty for the arena. So let me just try to make this very, very simple. They've released a generative art collection, um, which minted up to 26,000, roughly 26,700 NFTs. They sold out half an hour after the public mint. Um, currently the floor price, let me refresh this page. Currently, the floor price is 0.077. It was trading mostly at 0.1 for a while. Um, the mint price was 0.069. And the artwork is um, five symbols that are aligned horizontally to create a chain face. And uh, they're, they're randomized symbols. You know, some of them look more or less like faces, but with the structure of a left side, an eye symbol, a nose symbol, a, a, a second eye symbol, and a right side, you know, it appears as a face. Humans are disposed to seeing eyes and faces and things. So your imagination goes there. And I am, I am just having so much fun with this project. Oh, look, I just saw one. And I'm like, oh, I like the look of this. I was about to buy it and it's gone. So so the thing is, you can buy this project and have it in your collection. It may, it may perhaps maintain some historical value because the way that they presented it, and I think, I think it will stand the test of time, is that this is the first ever NFT performance art. So, so let's explain why that is. Every single one of these chain faces is a warrior that can compete in a one-time arena event. And how this works is every 69 blocks, once the arena has begun, every 69 blocks, there will be a randomized function that kills a certain number of warriors, meaning that those NFTs are burned, you lose the NFT. And for those who survive, they will in real time receive scars. The metadata will update. They will get a battle score, um, or I think it might be called an arena score. And there will be a scar that is added to the image of the chain face. And so one of the things that Nate Alex uh, presented as, as, as the logic behind this is many times projects will mint and those that are not rare, you know, that are the bottom 50%, the, the, the bottom 10%, most common tokens, they usually sit at the floor. They feel like, you know, less, they, they just feel like they have less value or they're trash in people's wallets. They don't, they don't maintain their value. And this 
is a mechanism that sort of gives them a second chance because um, he, he's been careful not to recommend a strategy for the arena. And so I'm going to sort of tell you my view of it and my strategy. And the big question on everyone's mind is like, is there any downside? Why shouldn't I put all my tokens into the arena? Understand that as the rounds progress, if you put all your tokens into the arena and you never pull out any warriors, then unless you end up being the one singular champion at the end of it, all of your tokens will be burned and you'll lose all of your investment. But um, for every round that you complete, you your your token will receive a scar and you can pull it out of the arena to receive a bounty currently that bounty is 0.175 per warrior and that amount is the total bounty of 697 eth divided by the number of warriors so currently there are nearly 4000 3983 warriors that are staked inside the arena contract um, equating in a distribution of 0.175 uh, bounty for every warrior that is removed after the first round. That I expect that number to go down quite a bit as more and more people of the 26,000 token collection decide to, to participate. But it's a one-time only event, and it's one time in and one time out. So there's no secondary arena. You're either, you either play or you don't. And once you decide to, to leave, you can't re-enter. But your metadata now has, you know, however many scars you've accumulated, which ultimately makes those common tokens I was talking about more rare. Because even if you have the the least rare token in the entire collection, but it now has five or six scars on it, well, that differentiates it, makes it more rare. And I think the long-term play, in, on top of the fact that this is a new NFT studio that plans to do several projects, this is they already have their secret project number two, developed and it sounds like they have five or six in the can not only are you getting the first of this new studios project but that it will maintain some historical value like the crypto punks do in that nothing like this has ever been done within the smart contract are all of the uh logics that allow for like the same contract that is the staking for the arena is the deployer contract of the nfts and so you and so by using their interface, you return them to the contract. They go through this random number generation to see if they die and are burnt or sent to basically a, a wallet that nobody has custody over, or they accumulate scars. And uh, and if you decide to pull it out, then the smart contract automatically sends it back to you. Like it's a very interesting innovation, and they anticipate that you know other projects will copy it and by that emulation this will be the original and therefore that historical value that i mentioned um what else so so i i just i just find this this very very interesting um and i'm i'm excited about it i i don't know i'm i'm really not in the project to try to make a profit but I'm in the middle of deciding because now I've I've uh, purchased several of these on on the secondary market. I mean, I can show you my collection here. I've got like ten of them now. I minted three, and I've purchased the rest on secondary. I've got like ten, and I've purchased like one or two rare ones that I think are aesthetically pleasing. But by putting more in the arena, I have better odds to survive. 
And let's say, for example, I put my 10 tokens in and they all survive and the reward is 0.1 ETH. Well, I can remove them all and make one ETH. And that's a very interesting proposition. But there's, but, but let, me, let me take a pause in the podcast to sort of like lay out the variables that we have yet to know, whether or not this is actually an arbitrage or it's just a degenerate gamble because they are certainly playing into the culture you know like the like basically 69 420 the the vault value is 696.966969 so um and and same with the block number for each round is 69 blocks which is roughly like 15 minutes before the contract does the kill order that kills a few so i'll talk about some of the variables then i'll break down how many uh tokens are killed per arena round and then I'll wrap up with my strategy and and we'll talk a little more about chain faces. So this may be a lot to process, but I, I found myself really excited about this because of how knowledgeable the team is. Like really the, the top of their pyramid is the dev team. And there's a lot of logic and thoughtfulness and like and passion for innovation built into the project that I really appreciate. Like there was just one moment in the AMA where Alex was or Nate was explaining how gas works. You know, like we have those, those we have the gas limit and then we have the gas cost. And he was explaining that that in a transaction, whether it's like 1200 or 20,000 20, Gwei, that is basically constant for any transaction, whether and it'll be different based on the type of transaction transferring or minting or listing or whatever but that that number gets multiplied by the by the gway of the moment and then there and then the, the gas limit is something else that i still haven't figured out but like i feel like just being in this community i'm already learning and so i want to have at least one that survives like even though i'm planning I'm, i think i'm planning to go all into the arena and i'll try to explain why I, I I do want to make sure I get at least one out alive. And unless I have absolutely terrible luck, um, I, I should be able to survive at least uh, five rounds. And so let me explain that. So staying organized, variables. Here are the variables we don't have yet. How many How many warriors are going to participate? Even in the time I've been recording this, another 50 people have entered the arena. So as more and more warriors go into the contract, the amount per warrior that they can claim as a bounty should they survive the first round reduces. I think at 10,000 warriors staked, it equals the mint price of 0.069. So if, if, if the total is 10,000 and you stake one warrior to battle in the arena and survive the first round, you, you could remove it and you would earn a bounty of the mint price. Now, a very important thing to, to know in this is that because this is a transaction on the Ethereum network, you have to pay a gas cost to both uh, send your chain face token into the arena and stake it and remove it from the arena should you choose to take the bounty. Um, and you know, that gas cost will be determined a bit on the conditions of the network, but I'm expecting like point. 0.03, probably 0.03 to 0.05 in, in reasonable conditions, 
on on both sides. Uh, that was something that was mentioned in chat. Uh, the other variable is the game theory of how people play. Meaning, if the bounty gets really high and suddenly half of the warriors decide to leave and take their bounty, that's going to change the dynamic in a moment because they're all going to get a payout. But it also means that they're, they're going to take however much they got in bounties from the total pot but it also means that the remaining bounty for those who are still in the arena goes up considerably, right? Um, and so, so let's talk about how many warriors actually get killed because this game is going to last, depending on the amount of warriors, three weeks, 21 days to 30 days. So every 69 blocks constitutes these... 10 rounds where a kill order is established and the kill order is the total amount of warriors minus 1000 divided by 500 and so the logic behind that is for every 1000 warriors two are killed per kill order which is every 69 blocks so uh with the 4000 that are currently in there only six are going to lose in the first round. And depending on what the bounty is, you know, presumably all of them could go and take their bounty and, and, and run. And, you know, in that situation, that would, that would really empty the, the bounty pool. So there's that game theory as well. Like if, if everyone mutually went in and went out, they would all get their small piece. The, the bounty only accrues more and more for those who stick around for the long term as people die without taking their bounty because some people will decide to after after surviving the first round that 0.05 or 0.1 whatever bounty is is enough they want to wait until it gets higher as more and more people die so those are going to be big variables and if you are playing this, it is a bit of set it and forget it because with rounds happening every 15 minutes and stakes relatively low that you'll get killed, um, most people aren't going to be like watching the arena like a hawk. However, you could very well go to sleep and wake up and find that your warrior was killed. So, you know, know, know who you are, whether or not this is going to be super stressful for you. And I, I should say as well that the arena starts in 5,800 blocks, which is going to be roughly 20 hours from now. Sometime tomorrow afternoon, the arena is going to start. So if you're wanting to participate, uh, you know, go to the secondary market. The, the, the collection isn't verified yet. It's called Chain Faces Arena. Uh, you can even go to my wallet and see them there to navigate to the to the collection, but I, I'm sharing this more so because there's some very innovative things happening in this collection, and it's a good example of a lot of um, facets of an NFT collection that you know you want to be aware of. For example, all of this artwork is on chain, and while that is a bit of a buzzword, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, my dog's been here trying to get my attention. Sorry if that was loud. Give me a second, bud. No, I, he might have to go outside. I might have to take a break. Um, On-chain artwork. You know, a lot of that is a buzzword, but it does matter in a lot of degrees. So 
like this was a generative art art piece, meaning that the randomization of all of these icons was uh, created by a, a randomized feature within the smart contract. And so will be the scars and the placement of those scars as you accumulate them. And they will update in real time on top of the fact that there's a staking protocol with a risk factor. And, and they also did this global commit reveal, which I don't understand, but worked like flawlessly. Like I've, I've never seen a, a collection reveal so fast. So that, so that was, that was really interesting. Um, what else can I say? What, what is the best strategy for chain faces arena? And what am I going to do? Obviously none of this is financial advice. Like I said, I'm sharing this with you for educational purposes. Like really like, like look at this contract and see, see what they're doing and see what's going on. Join the discord. It's Nate Alex NFT on Twitter N A T E A L E X N F T on Twitter. Um, and I think for me, I'm leaning toward all in and I got multiples so that I would have those better chances. If I had just one, it would be a, a much harder calculation because it's because it's the question of, do I want to maintain some exposure to the collection? Uh, but because I have 10, even if you have two, I think, you know, and maybe just wait until one dies and then take, take the bounty out and hopefully that covers the cost of your two. You know, it's going to, it's going to require a little bit of luck. A lot of people, every single round are going to have their NFTs lost, but with the ones I have, maybe holding back one that I like, like particularly aesthetically, just so I can have that one and then run the risk. I mean, I would love to run the risk all the way to like be the champion. But once you get into those final rounds, the stakes get higher and higher and higher, right? If it's two warriors killed for every thousand, when there's 10,000 warriors, the, the odds are pretty good in your favor. But when it's 500 and there's one being killed per round, like it's, uh, it's interesting. And, and that's why it is the first NFT performance art, because just like a, in a gladiator arena of like ancient times, this is going to be viewed. I'm sure they'll have some like AMA or live stream during those final rounds. People are going to be cheering on, different warriors after after they've lost you know they're going to start to pick favorites they're going to look at the scars on different people so is there a downside to going all in into the arena considering that you can leave essentially whenever you want it's not that's not exactly true you have to leave at the start of the round and make sure your transaction to remove your nft from the smart contract is complete before the end of that 69 round, uh, 69 block round. Because if you, let's let's say, I know this might be confusing for people, but let's say you're in the round and you've got a chain face warrior and you decide to pull out and you start the transaction, but it's on block like 50 or 60 of this round. And when the 69 block completes, your warrior is killed well, then you would, your, your transaction would have not finished in time to remove it before it was killed. But if you, if you remove your warrior at the start of a 69 block period, then it's reasonable that you'll get it out with plenty of time. You'll collect your bounty and your participation in the arena will be over. 
So generally anytime, unless you get that unlucky thing where you pull it out at the end of the round and it just so happens that the, that the kill order executes, the kill order picks you and executes before your transaction to remove it and claim your bounty is executed. Um, so I think the downside is, if there is a downside, it's that you could lose your investment. You know, this is a gamble. Um, there will be people who lose in the first round. The odds of losing in the first round are low, but it has to be somebody. And there's no um, there's no advantage based on the rarity of your token or the what is that score? Let, let's let's talk about the score. There's a there's a property. Uh, no, it's a level called the golf score. So there's a lot of confusion about this. This is a partly a rarity indicator. So the lower the golf score, the better. And it is the accumulation of value for each of your five attributes. So each attribute has a golf score of, you know, one to 20. And your golf score is the accumulation of those. So the rarest attributes have a golf score of zero. The most common have a golf score of 20. And the accumulation of them is your golf score. So if you filter for golf score and you want to buy a rare one, you know, buy, I think probably like 40 below would be considered pretty rare. I think the rarest that there is, is like 13. Um, and I guess hypothetically, a golf score of 100 is also quite rare, you know, in the same way, the, the, the most, the most common thing also becomes rare. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's my, I, I think that's my, my two cents on chain faces. If, if the, if the investment is something that you can truly afford to lose and you're willing to cross your fingers that your warrior will survive until which point the bounty is attractive enough that it either pays for your investment and then you're, you have got a free NFT with some scars on it or even results with you in some profit and, you, and, you're, and you're willing to let it go to zero. There is no downside that I can see for going all in outside of, again, losing that NFT or or wanting to maintain some kind of exposure to the project, which is why I will probably keep one of mine unscarred. And there's, there's another weird, last thought on this, there's another weird um, rarity mechanic that is if everyone goes in to the arena, nearly everyone, and suddenly it's very common to have a couple of scars, but there are, there are fewer and fewer that have no scars, then suddenly that also becomes a aspect of rarity. So in, in terms of the mission of making giving, giving common mints a second chance to get more rare, whether they go into the arena or not, they actually become more rare as you play. So I think that's, I think that's super interesting. Um, that's my two cents on chain faces. I'll, I'll do, I'll do a little AMA in the server now. And if there's something else, I'll, uh, I'll come back to the podcast with, uh, I'll come back to the podcast with it for you. Uh, but otherwise I'll just record an outro. So hope this was helpful. Hey podcast, we're getting some great questions from the discord that I want to share with you. So the kill order is for all tokens randomly two per every thousand and there is nothing you can control to 
to change that randomization. So this is an idle game. You're either playing it or you're not. And then you have one more decision, which is to decide when to leave and take your bounty, whatever that bounty may be. And now someone's suggesting, well, right now, everyone could survive the first round and take their 0.16, but, but that is presuming that, own, that there are no more warriors that enter. I would imagine that many more warriors enter before the close and that the original bounty will be in the range of 0.04 to 0.07. And at that point, it may or may not be worthwhile for people to, if they minted, you know, maybe, but that doesn't really cover their gas. And something that I didn't mention, and I believe is true, is that while, while one round is 69 blocks, you get a scar for every 10 rounds. So if you want a scar, you have to stick around for a little bit. Uh, Digital Oil ha asks how to know what chain faces to pick up off OpenSea. And uh, this depends on if you plan to play in the arena or not. If you're going to play in the arena, because it's random, your rarity and nothing else gives you an advantage. So you might as well just buy the floor. Just be careful that nobody's like sniping it in front of you because it's moving pretty fast. You don't want to lose gas. If you're wanting to buy and hold, then I would choose one that you love aesthetically with a face that you like or that is uh, a little more rare and has uh, you know, that speculative possibility of maintaining its rarity within the collection. Um, where to see how many are in the arena battling? The website is chainfacesarena.com. And you'll see it. I'll put it in the link. I'll put it. I'll put the link in the in the show notes. Uh, regarding entering the arena, the 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 first round and the the arena close and the first round begin when the the tracker on the website hits zero. There's currently five thousand seven hundred and eighteen blocks remaining before the arena starts, and that's how long you have to to get them in there. Um, that's roughly like. 16 hours from now, maybe, maybe up to 20 hours from now. Uh, so that'll be, so, so it'll be roughly like, I would say just do this by noon tomorrow and you should be fine. I think it'll start sometime in the afternoon, like around three 30 Eastern time. And even while I've been recording this, another 200 warriors have entered the arena and the bounty is now down to 0.16 ETH, which is super interesting to see. Another question, do they remind you or is there a timer for you to exit? I don't know exactly what the timer will be, but in the interface, it will show you how many blocks remaining before the kill order. And you'll be able to execute that to leave if you want to take your bounty. They're not going to be giving uh, a ping to everyone every 15 minutes when the round closes, though. But on the interface, you'll not only be able to see where you're at in the round, you'll also see in real time as scars get added in the interface, uh, Twitch can see it. You can go back to YouTube if you want to see the visual uh, for the playback, but it has the bounty, the warriors, the blocks until start. And then below the alive tokens that you have, where you would see them in the, in the contract and on the left, the fallen, the ones that have died and lost. And I imagine somewhere in here, will be a timer. Probably where it says blocks until start, it'll change to blocks until next kill order, for example. And that's that's how you'll know. Um, looking for other great questions. Yes, this is basically a risk reward, risk loss lottery. Um, but it gives, especially for those who minted and got common mints, a chance to 
change their metadata and improve uh, the rarity of the thing. Uh, Chad is also confirming that it is 10 rounds equals one scar. And those that last the longest and accumulate, you know, a dozen scars are certainly going to, you know, be, they're, they're going to stand out from the crowd, as it were. You know, th that will be more rare and that will be reflected in the metadata with the arena score. Um, I think I said this, but in order for the whole game to play out, it'll take several weeks. Like, yeah, I think if everyone threw their warriors into the arena, it would take a, an, an entire month for enough blocks to be mined and enough uh, tokens to be killed through the arena process. Uh, which is the question that Patent Pending just asked. How long until the game finishes? We don't know because we don't know how many warriors there are, but it will be uh, several weeks. How much bounty can we get for each round if we enter one chain face? So that is also, as I mentioned, a variable. You can see in real time on the website what the current bounty is, but it won't be set until the arena begins. So I right now it's currently 0.16 per warrior. So if if no more warriors entered and I, and I put in my 10 warriors and they all survive, I could take them out and earn 1.6 Ethereum. But I anticipate that twice this many warriors will come in and more and that the first bounty will be somewhere around 0.05. Uh, but you will be able to see that in real time on the counter. And, and that, that figure is per warrior that you have surviving that you can remove from the contract. Um, filtering for questions in the chat. So Ninja asks, what if you don't play? Do you get anything? Which is a great question. You don't get anything outside of the collectible that you minted, uh, you know, a sort of membership into this project and the server. There's no mint pass associated with this. There's no whitelist. They might do that in the future, but they're not promising anything in that regard. Uh, what you get is what you get. But if you want something more, or if you want to risk, or you want to get scars, or you want to try for the bounty, you can play the arena. Um uh yes thank you freefly you can only enter for the next 20 hours and and yes ninja there is only one battle royale it is a one-time nft performance art event beginning in the next 20 hours happening over the next month it is a first of its kind nft on-chain experiment and those who have the chutzpah to hang on and enter the arena again and again and again will reap the rewards uh, either by making their tokens more rare or by holding out until the bounty is high enough that justifies them to leave. And at the end of it all, there will be one champion left standing. And there's no, there's no clear understanding. I mean, they would get the remaining bounty, but... I think it's really more of a clout thing. You would have, I mean, that would, that would in essence become the rarest token in the collection. And, and considering that Nate, Nate Alex has been building in this space for some seven or eight years and has no plans to stop. And this is his like, not his first collection he's ever been a part of. It's, you know, I can't say it's his Genesis NFT, but it is a big stake in the ground, like first project that he is launching with his team that could very well be a big deal. Um, 
Oh, great question around this off. Do we earn a bounty for each round one? And the answer is no. The bounties do not accumulate. You just receive whatever the current bounty is for every surviving warrior you have. So let's keep it really simple. The bounty is 0.01 and you've got one warrior survives for 10 rounds and the bounty is increasing and increasing. You don't accumulate the bounty of each round. You only get the bounty at the time that you remove your token from the smart contract, removing your warrior from the arena. All right. I think I think that's as clear and as helpful as we can be. This is half an hour of brain dump and and excitement and and all the rest. Um, actually, I will share one more thing because I purchased. Oh no, I haven't purchased it. I really want this one chain face and like i've been making offers on it this is now just very personal if you're done listening to the podcast by all means go about your merry way there will be a v friends update coming very soon but there is this token where'd it go oh did it sell no 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 here it is here it is i'm gonna drop it i'm gonna drop it for you right now in the chat it is chain faces 22 four four three and i don't know why but i just love this token it feels like he's already a battle hardened um warrior it almost looks like he's got like an like a blind eye and like an eye patch and he has this little symbol on his side that makes it look like he's holding his fist up like he's ready to fight and it's so funny because like obviously i don't want to pay 0.4 eth for this if it's going to die oh my offer expired i'm making you another offer i i've just been just been making this guy offers um but i feel like this chain face needs scars so even though this is like my rarest this is if i get this this would be the one that i would want to hold back i'm like i'm already feeling some interest in the narrative and enjoying the storytelling of it and and although i love the aesthetic of this one in particular you know maybe maybe the market won't agree but i like this one i think it needs scars you know, I don't want it to be clean, even though I even though I'd be risking far more than the 0.1 and 0.12 I paid on secondary for floor tokens. I want this one to get scars. So it'll be interesting where that psychological dynamic also plays in for me and other players who are participating in this. So all that being said, thank you for listening to the podcast. As always, this has been a whirlwind breakdown of the chain faces arena on the jeremy knows podcast i am your host jeremy the heart trooper number seven and i will see you tomorrow thanks for listening